Welcome to Get Godly With It, a podcast that will guide you into taking both of your feet out of the world and bringing them into the Word to help you live out the freedom of a biblical lifestyle and walk out the calling God has over your life. This is your host, Kathy Dooley. Let's get rolling and get godly with it. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to Get Godly With It. I hope that you guys are doing good today. Um, It's a Wednesday. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. It is the week before this episode is coming out, so I hope that you guys are having an amazing week and day. I hope that this day is just filled with the presence of the Lord and that this week is filled with the presence of the Lord. And I just hope that you are praying more than you've ever been praying before. I I declare over this week and over this day that there's going to be prayers answered. There's going to be blessings coming your way. And I just believe that God is going to move in ways that you have never seen him move before. So with further ado, we're going to get started in this week's episode because it is a super, super fun one. And I just need to set up right over here a Google page just in case verses come up into my mind because y'all already know we need that biblical biblical scripture behind um behind behind what I'm saying that's what I was trying to say sorry I got a little bit distracted there for a second anyways um okay so as you can see by the title you guys asked your questions and I am just here answering them and guys like I said um actually if you haven't watched the episode before this go and watch the episode before this because it is a testimony episode. Um, It is my testimony with sex. And so that's why I'm actually filming this episode. It kind of just falls in alignment with the last episode. So I shared my testimony. I kind of shared an encouraging message. And then I thought, okay, let's um, also share a question and answer that way. Um, those who are struggling with sex before marriage or those who haven't even had like revelation of sex before marriage they are able to have their questions answered because believe me my heart was not transformed right away actually when I was saved right away I kind of knew that I didn't want to have sex before marriage but it did come um, the understanding and revelation of why kind of came a little bit later and so I hope with this episode that you receive revelation and understanding earlier than I did so that way you can go and walk a a um, sexually pure life until marriage and then it's not impure because you're bonded to your hobby booze okay so let's just plug in um, my ads so I'm at Kathy Devuli on Instagram I'm at get godly with it podcast on Instagram um, and then I have my YouTube channel, Kathy Dvuli. Guys, I just feel it on my heart like I want to start vlogging again. So stay tuned for maybe some content. I make no promises right now. I'm in school. That is taking up a lot of my time. I haven't even been as intentional on my social medias because of school. But who knows what's coming in April? That's still two months away. And we never know what the Lord is going to do in just two months. So short, brief story. Oh! I almost forgot. How could I almost forget? One good thing that happened to me this week. I actually did not even 
prepare anything. Um, let's see. I mean, there, oh my gosh, I got my first 100% at school. Can I get an amen? Praise Jesus. If you guys knew me before I was saved, I was really bad at school really 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 bad at school and this year god is just blessing me with favor over my marks and it's just such a testimony of his faithfulness and his goodness to us so guys all of you um christians in school lean on jesus because his favor and his goodness and his kindness is unlike anything i have ever seen in my school years um so if you are feeling up to it Share your good news with me. Maybe I'll post it on my story. Or just go and call someone and be like, hey, this is my win of the week. What's your win of the week? Let's get an encouraging domino effect type of thing going on. Um, So let's just dive into this podcast. So just to restate, I've had sex before marriage. I'm born again virgin now. I know that's not like a completely biblical term. But I'm going to use that term because that's what it feels like. Like I'm just a born again virgin again. And so I asked you guys on Instagram um, if you guys had actually any questions in regards to sex before marriage. And guys, before I even start asking these questions or like answering these questions, I just really want to say thank you so much for the courage to go up there or out there and ask these questions. Because there's two people that I actually don't even know and they ask questions and they went in debt. There's another two that I know, but one of them had actually said she was scared typing out the question. And it goes to show that this is something that has been corrupted in our minds. Talking about this is corrupted. And it doesn't need to be corrupted because it's so beautiful. Sex is beautiful when it's in the context of a marriage. And... um, Yeah, so I just wanted to say thank you ladies who have submitted your questions. Hopefully in the future I will do another one like this. Maybe, who knows, we'll see. And then maybe we'll have some more questions asked. Like I just, I don't, like this is such an important part of my faith and I feel like this is such an important topic to be had in the church these kind of questions and and just talking about sex because sorry guys I say that a little bit quieter like that word because my mom is downstairs and it's just like if she just starts hearing like the word sex up here she's gonna be like what are you doing she's gonna be so confused so um that's just like a preface as to why I'm like sex so anyways uh let's get to questions i realize how much i touch my hair sorry for you guys who are watching on youtube i literally it's a tick is it a tick i don't know if it's a tick but it's just fun i enjoy it because especially because my hair is so soft but i'm digressing a lot okay let's get into it ladies and gentlemen if there's gentlemen watching this i want to ask the first question like i said it's going to be anonymous um but i'm ready for it holy spirit Help me answer these questions. Amen. Okay, let's answer the first one. Does sex, oh, does no sex before marriage include any sexual acts? So, this is a really good question. It is. It truly is. And I remember I responded and I was like, I'm so excited to answer this question. Because here's the thing. The Bible talks about in Matthew that if a man even looks at a woman with with lust, he's already committing adultery okay i just want you to look at it 
from one perspective so you're set apart from one for one person okay you're set apart to be married with one person let's just say you do sexual acts that don't involve sex and then you guys break up you've already cheated on your husband right you've already cheated on your future husband you've already committed those acts with someone else not this is like in no way to um downgrade people who have done this before marriage because i've done it like there's literally my testimony of how i've had a lot of sex before marriage in my last episode but um when you look at someone with lust you've already committed adultery in your heart because your heart is set upon one person and that person when you look at someone else in that way especially Especially if you're not married to them you're seeing them in a lustful way and you're seeing them in a passionate way and you're seeing them in a way that is provocative you know um, as we walk we're supposed to see one another as brothers and sisters in Christ and so when you look at a brother or when you look at a sister you're not looking at them and you're like damn like he fine you know like you're not looking at your blood relative like that and and who are we to look at um, someone who is covered by the same blood as we are Christ's blood and under the same spiritual family as someone like that when you are doing like those sexual acts or when you even look at someone with lustful eyes like you're you're seeing them as an object right and so um, it's not to say that like we'll never look at someone without lustful eyes because there's times when I go to the gym and there's like just like 20,000 guys and I'm just like oh my gosh, how am I supposed to not look right now? You know, and praise God, because every single time I'm at the gym, I'm always just like, Jesus, 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 <laughs> like Jesus, please, 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 please shield my eyes. And and God has really given me self-control when it comes to just focusing on what I'm doing at the gym. But needless to say, um, yeah, so uh, when we just look at someone with lustful eyes, we've already committed adultery in our hearts. Now, let's talk about um, the sexual acts. So let's say you, okay, let's just say, I, I think, like, to be honest, I think kissing is okay, maybe not with tongue, but like kissing is good, kissing is cool, you know, but if it's like sweet, you know, and it's not in a way that's like aggressive, um, but personally, I have the conviction of courting, which is actually a vision over my church, which um, which is, it's preferred that you don't kiss until you're married or until like you say, I do, you know, and I have had the conviction that this is very beautiful and it's actually such a, um, work from God when it's done like that. And it's a blessing from the Lord that you can wait and hold off on that and really get to know someone really, 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 really intimately before even kissing them, you know? And so let's just go back to this doing sexual acts. There's always, I see YouTubers and content creators are always saying, it's not about how close you can get to the line, but it's about how far can you get to the line? So with my past and my history in this section, um, I can't do anything more than maybe like a peck because I am so prone to going all the way that if it's more than a peck, I know that I'm going to cross a boundary that I'm not supposed to. Um, and so maybe you who asked the question or anybody that's listening that's thinking the same question is thinking, um, I haven't had sex, so I think maybe I can have a kiss here and there. Then that's that's your own um conviction and your own um 
what's it called feel not feeling because we do not go by feelings but yeah conviction and your own revelation and your own way to honor god but really like ask yourself is it honoring to god if i'm pleasing this man in ways that are not sex that are sexual but not sex that's not my husband and two is it pleasing my future husband that i'm doing this with a man that i'm not married to yet because what happens if you guys do break up right um and so my answer to this is um i don't think i personally don't think it's wise to be doing sexual acts i don't you might break up and then your heart's gonna be so much more torn apart even if it's not just sex even if it's like I don't want to like go into details about other sexual acts, but like, you know what I mean. And, um, and another thing, it's kind of just like, cause like the point of sexual acts is to like get off, you know? Um, well, it's actually a point of deepening relationship with someone, but like to end it, you get off. Right. And it's kind of like that could be done in sex, you know? And so you're in just this mindset of like, how can I fulfill that desire that I have in my heart without going all the way? And it's kind of just like God holds, uh, calls us to refrain from sexual, like sex. Um, so I think it's really just about, is it honoring to God? Because I don't think so. Like, I don't think it's honoring to God. I don't think it's honoring to our future spouses. And so I say it shouldn't include uh, that no sex before marriage should include sexual acts um, but if your conviction is that you can kiss that's your conviction I personally feel like I don't know if that's going to be wise for me in the future because like I said I'm prone to just going all the way and um, yeah I think that I think that's a good answer I think I'm going to leave it at that um, next is how to, how to be completely satisfied in God after deciding to stop so the, um, just so I can repeat it, I feel like I said that so lazily. How to be completely satisfied in God after deciding to stop. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus for having you, for giving you the conviction to stop because that is a bold, bold move and it's going to bless you so much in the future. Now, here is the thing. When we already do it one time, our bodies already crave it again. Um, so that means that if you stop, your body is going to crave it regardless of if you're like, yeah, I'm just going to go do it or I'm going to stop. Just because you have come to the conscious decision of you're going to stop, it does not mean that your flesh has decided that with you. There's a verse, I believe it's in Galatians. It might be in Ephesians it might be in first john i don't know i just know the context of the verse it talks about how our spirit and our flesh is always at war with one another um and so when your spirit is like don't do that your flesh is like let's let's go do it let let's just go do it it feels good you know and so there's never really that peace of like this is not happening this is not happening and honestly i've heard so many stories of when people get excuse me when people get um engaged they're like it's so much harder to refrain from it so your body is going to crave it you know you might talk to a really attractive person and there might be just a tad bit flirting going on and you go home and you start thinking about this person and and it kind of just becomes someone that you start thinking about a lot and like and then you go and you you just want to do it right and so 
this needs to be a daily um what is it called a daily picking up the cross is that what it is i swear there's something that goes before that i'm trying to find the verse on my desk but it's oh i know it is it's a daily dying to the flesh you know so it's literally waking up every day and be like okay today my body wants to do this but today i choose to be satisfied in god and what does it look like to be satisfied in god it looks like that when the cravings come up you're running to him it looks like that when you're feeling the temptation you're running to him it looks like you being in the word it looks like you worshiping him it looks like him being the king of your heart and so to be satisfied in God um, is to be encaptivated by God and to be embraced by God and to be just loving him like he's your first love because sometimes sex can become an idol and it be, can become our first love and it can become the one thing that's always on our hearts and when it's the one thing that's on your heart and it's the the thing that you just keep tripping and tripping and tripping and tripping and tripping over um it's become an idol and it's become um, it's become the position of God in your heart and not meaning that it can't go away and that you can make God again your first love in your heart it's just a battle like it's a daily 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 battle I recommend this that you put on the full armor of God every single day every single morning until you finally feel satisfied and content in Christ Put on that full armor of God. Ephesians 6. Go put on that helmet of salvation. Go put on that body armor of, of God's righteousness. Go put on the shoes of the pe- the shoes of the peace of the good news. Go put on the belt of truth. Go put on the 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 armor of faith. Go hold up the sword of the spirit. Go do it every single day to combat these thoughts. Second, you if you are not satisfied in Christ. You haven't received revelation of his love. Ask for more of his love. Ask for more of his goodness. Ask for more of his grace. Ask to understand him better. So that way you can understand why you love God and how much he loves you. And in that, you will be able to turn away from the sexual sin. And so um, I don't really know if that answered your question. I really hope it did. But um, it's not easy. And actually, let me give you what I did. Because I... Um, had gone through like a part where I was really just putting someone above God in my heart and I really found these couple of verses there was one that said that um and the Lord God will be your husband it's an Isaiah and I kept that in my heart and I kept saying that God is my husband there was another verse that said and God will love you as much as a husband loves his wife or his bride um and so I kept repeating, and that's in Isaiah again, it's a little bit underneath that verse that I said first. So I kept repeating that in my heart. I kept waking up and being like, God satisfies me. I'm content in Christ. And that helped me to be in a place where I'm like, okay, I can I can live without sex right now. And I can live with just Jesus. And it's the best. It's the best. It's the best thing that you could ever have in your life. Okay, third question. I'm going to do two more, okay? So it says, do you think a couple should get married sooner than they were planning because they keep falling into temptation with each other and individually? Oh, so you mean that you keep falling into temptation with one another and then when y'all are separated. Interesting. So 
I never think that the basis of a marriage should be we want to have sex so we are going to get married because this is the thing if the only reason you are thinking to get married with someone is because you want to have sex with them it's like do you really like them now you know the basis of getting married should be like okay one did God confirm to you guys that you're meant for one that he put you guys together did God show that there's purpose together are you guys doing going to be doing ministry together like how is this marriage going to look and then sex is just a gift on top of the marriage it's just a gift on top of the bless it's like a blessing from God for choosing um, his best for you you know and so it does say in first corinthians that paul says um if you can't abstain from sexual sin you might as well just get married than burning with passion but that's like sure but at the same time like you don't just want to get married with someone because of sex right if you guys know that you're meant from god if you guys know that like you're called to ministry together if you know that you're going to be walking with one another in 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 god's kingdom and and you guys are ready to go and um jump over that line and like have sex then go for it you know if you know it's from god go for it what but like even so let's say you met someone and you find out that it's from god why wait you know why why wait anyways like what's the point of waiting i know that god does have us in seasons of waiting and some people are in seasons of like engagement longer than others and that that is perfectly fine like that's on god's timing but if you know like 100 like this is a person god has for me and this is the person um that god wants me to spend the rest of my life with i don't know why wait but if you're also falling into temptation with each other now really ask yourselves are you guys with each other for the right reasons are you with each other because there's just a sexual connection is it just because there's passion there is it just because that stuff you guys are good in that stuff like really just ask yourselves like why are you guys actually together and did god say we're called to be together um because i personally know that that on my list on my list i have a list it says that the person must respect uh not not respect um maintain my purity and i must respect maintain the person's purity so it's yeah i'm gonna leave that but also the other uh question was and individually so i don't know my my perspective on pleasuring self is kind of like you're having sex with yourself or if you're doing it to porn you're kind of having sex with the person on the screen and to be honest my mind goes to that's someone's daughter that woman does not want to be there that woman is probably so unhappy um I don't know it just breaks my heart to think that that's happening you know it kind of breaks my heart and so I don't know how you're specifically doing it if you're um if it's like thoughts or whatever it is that needs to be dealt with like that needs to be dealt with it's really 
a mind battle of being like, no, in Jesus' name, no. In Jesus' name, no. In Jesus' name, no. I choose Jesus again and again and again. The word says to love him with all of our hearts, with all of our minds, with all of our souls, with all of, I think it's just those three. And and if you are loving lust above him you don't love him with all your heart with all your mind with all your with all your soul it's not i'm not saying that like if you do it and you fall you don't love god but it's like you are choosing to to endure in this thing rather than dealing with it with god and and trust me i just want to ask you do you want to be married to someone when you're living in that sin you know, because what is going to stop you to doing from doing it when you're married? You know, and what is going to stop you from thinking about what you're watching or what you're doing when you're married? You know, everything that we do before we get married really has an impact in our marriage. And if, if um, falling into temptation individually is something that's a problem outside of marriage, it's going to be a problem inside of the marriage. So really work through that with the lord okay last question um this one was a little bit longer so they sent me a dm instead of actually um writing in the box but that's fine i i think long questions are good and thanks girl for um having the courage to send me such a long message and really share uh your heart So how do I support my boyfriend who struggles with lust and porn? He's reborn and knows it's wrong, but it's the thing he struggles with the most. He's been secretly watching porn and doesn't know that lately I started noticing every time he does it. I don't know how to handle this situation. And I already talked to this person a little bit, but I don't know, maybe someone on who's listening or someone who's watching is actually struggling with this and has a significant other who's struggling with lust and with porn and really needs help and so the thing to note in this is that they're not married yet okay they're not she said boyfriend so i think this is once because i okay personally i don't think that we need to be fully healed before getting into a relationship because I don't think that's possible. I think we're always going to be healing. I think there's always something that needs um, tending to or needs more love to. I know that sometimes I feel lack of being wanted and so yeah, God heals that in me but it still pops up sometimes, you know? And so I think it's really important that we... um, like sorry that this issue is dealt with before walking into a relationship because this one can really hurt someone this one can really scar someone um i'm not saying that like within let's say you get married with someone who had a past and is healed of this that they might not fall because they might but it's that willingness to be like oh my gosh we need to overcome this again you know like i need to get over this again and so if this is even happening in private right now that there is being um like there's hiding going on like why is there hiding um because a relationship should have a lot of 
sorry I got a message a relationship should have a lot of trust and communication and it's really important to communicate and if he's hiding it now what's going to stop him from hiding it um when you guys are married married you know and something that I asked this woman specifically was is this the kind of man you want as your husband because if he's hiding this, maybe he can hide other things that you don't even know about. And is this the type of man that you want for your children, you know, or vice versa, wives, you know? Because if you think about it and you look at it in long-term forms, let's say this is a problem that occurs within the marriage, or let's say it's something else, like you're united as one body, you become one flesh under the covenant of Jesus, right? And so it's like, if they're hiding something before you get married, what's stopping them from hiding something when you're married and, and hiding it from the kids? And, and just specifically this sin, I think that like it also puts up an expectation um, when when people watch porn, they have an expectation of how sex should look. Or when people watch porn, it's like they want to treat the man or the woman the way it's seen on the screen. Um, I can relate to this. Like, that's was a perception I had of what sex was. And so that's all I knew, right? And, and that's not how it's supposed to look. Like, ladies, I promise you it's not supposed to look like that. Um... And there's not really much love in porn. It's very um, emotionless and insensitive and just treating each other like objects. Like it's just, it's, it's, it's gross, you know? And um, that's how you're getting taught in this area of your life. And so when you come together as one, like that's where your mind's going to. Quick finish, you know, just pleasing self, you know, hitting, like just just this stuff that you just don't need but that's what's filling your mind and that's what's teaching you and training you and so that's what you believe to be um good you know and so i think personally really sit down with the lord and be like is this something that he's going to overcome is this something that he really needs to work through with you because i think getting into a relationship with some someone this sin should be dealt with you know like again like i said we do stumble we're imperfect beings and yeah someone might stumble but it there's a difference between stumbling once a year um maybe twice a year then there is weekly stumbling it's like are they being strengthened and saying no or are they just not really trying you know and i i really do say this with love in my heart like obviously i don't want to lie but um, I, I do think, ask the Lord, like, what does God want to do in this situation? Is God satisfied with this? Is this the heart of God for your life? Um, to the one asking the question, is this the heart of life of God over your life and over your marriage? Um, I just want to quickly check if there were any more questions. How do I check this? I can't even check it on my laptop, but it's fine. I think four questions is enough. That was really fun. I really enjoy these kind of questions. I really enjoy bringing wisdom over um, something like this. It's kind of my favorite topic out there. And it took a lot for me to finally feel like I was healed enough to talk about it and unashamed to talk about it. Because now I'm at a point where I'm like, 
my testimonies out. <laughs> like the whole world can find my testimony on my podcast. And so there's literally no shame in regards to my past. And so if you have any more questions about something like this, feel free to DM me. Hopefully in the future we can do a part two to encourage you guys um, even further with this topic. But I'm going to pray this out, okay? Lord, thank you so much for this episode. Thank you so much for all the questions that were asked. They were really thought-provoking, beautiful questions. And I can just feel the hearts of those who ask the questions and the desire for those who ask the questions to know deeper about this um, area of their lives, God, because it's not taught well in school. It's not taught well in the churches. So I pray, Lord, that they would really come to you, Holy Spirit, who is our helper, who is our teacher, um, about knowledge and wisdom in this topic. So Lord, I just pray that you give this person uh, listening more knowledge more understanding more wisdom in regards to sex before marriage i pray that there is a revelation in their heart in regards to what your heart is over this situation god lord may you create a pure heart in the person listening and renew a loyal spirit within them god i pray that you are with them because you are for them god and i just pray that they have a blessed day and a blessed week in Jesus' name amen Okay, guys, I'll see you. I'll hear you'll hear me next week. Okay, get godly with it. Bye.